You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. What's up? Welcome everybody to the Kingdom Bringer Podcast. It is great to have you. So, so thankful that you've chosen to join me today. It has been a little bit since I've recorded an episode. I've been busy, busy, busy. I've been producing a lot of other shows. It's actually been a while since I've promoted any of those shows on my podcast if you are looking for encouragement if you're looking for inspiration i'm a big podcast guy i enjoy listening to podcasts i love the audio effect i'm an audio learner i think and so i i value good podcasts and some of the clients that i that i work with have amazing podcasts if you're a business person if you have an entrepreneurial spirit, you should check out the Next Level Podcast with Michael McIntyre. It's available on all platforms. If you are looking for just inspiration, an amazing woman of God, Cindy Stewart, she is from the Tampa, Florida area. Uh, She has a podcast that has the sermons from her weekly meetings at, at her church at the gathering in it's, it's near Tampa, Florida, but she's got some uplifting, powerful, apostolic messages, and you can check that out at the Cindy Stewart podcast, available everywhere. And one of my most recent clients that I'm really excited about is Tara Simon. She is a big-time influencer on YouTube. She has She's a vocal coach and does a lot of Uh, reaction videos on her YouTube page. She is a powerhouse woman and she has a new podcast called Truth with Tara. And you can also find that anywhere podcasts are found. So there's just a, a few. If you're looking for some good, some new good content, check those out. But you're listening to this one. This is the Kingdom Bringer podcast. And I'm so thankful that you're here today. I want to talk about something that's very, very heavy on my heart right now, and it has to do with power, authority, and dominion. I've preached on it often. It's been a while. It's been a a long time since I've had a, a preaching platform to give this message, but it's also something that's probably become a little dormant in my heart, and I haven't put myself in situations to heed the words of this message. I was brought up in a culture, a very religious mindset, a culture of religion that did not understand the the power and the authority that we carried. I was never taught to, to know or understand the kingdom of God in a powerful way. It wasn't until I was 33 years old that God woke me up 
to understand the kingdom of God and my place in it as, as a kingdom carrier, as a kingdom bringer, Luke 17, 21, the whole purpose of this podcast, the whole purpose of my personal ministry is rooted and founded on the truth that the kingdom of God is inside of me. And 1 Corinthians 4.20 says that it's the kingdom is not a matter of talk, but of power. So if I have a powerful kingdom living inside of me, everything around me should be different. My relationships should be different. My family should be different. My body should be different. My perspective and my mindset should definitely be different. I have a kingdom that is great, mighty, and powerful living inside of me. And it was put there. It was given to me. It was given to you. And one thing that I don't have much patience for, (laughs) one thing that I deem to be a great waste of time is a weak prayer life. And when I say a weak prayer life, I'm talking about weak when it comes to faith, weak faith. And I don't say that to be harsh. I'm saying for me, it's a waste of my time to dabble in weak faith. It's a waste of my time to mess around with weak faith. I believe that we've been given as Children of the living King, we've been given three things that we are called to walk in, and that's power, authority, and dominion. Power, authority, and dominion. Some of those words might sound a little Christianese for you, so let me put it into more human language. Think of power as ability. If I have power to do something, that means I have the ability to do something. The word authority, think of that word as being permission. You've been given permission, right? Do I have authority to go into a certain place in a courthouse? Do I have authority to you know, enter into different places here naturally on earth? Not always, right? I don't have permission. I don't have a badge that I can flash to enter in certain places, right? I don't have that authority or that permission in a lot of natural places. But in the, in the spirit realm, which is what I am, which is what you are, we have been given all authority. We'll talk about that in a minute, right? All authority. We have been given all permission to carry out the kingdom of God. Kingdom works. The Bible says that Jesus came to destroy the works of the enemy, and he asked us to do the same, to walk the way he walked, to talk the way he talked, to hear the way that he hears. We've been given authority. We've been given permission to do that. And dominion. Dominion's a word that I know some people have an issue with, dominionism or whatever they say, but we've been given dominion here on earth. We've been given all of earth, right? 
It's ours. It's ours. Satan's under our feet. Satan, who is called the prince of this world, is under our feet. We have dominion over him. The word dominion, think of it as jurisdiction. If you've watched any police show, any cop movie, if you understand law enforcement here on earth, you know that police officers have certain jurisdiction, right? City cops, city police, they have jurisdiction in the city. County is a little wider, right? You can't go from county to county. Like You don't have jurisdiction in certain areas in the natural. But in the spirit realm, again, which is what we are called to be, we are spirit people. We've been given dominion. We've been given jurisdiction. We actually have that badge that we can flash and we can go anywhere on this planet, go into all the world, preach the gospel, right? All the world. We've been given jurisdiction. We've been given dominion. Do we believe it? Do we believe that we have power, authority, dominion, ability, permission, jurisdiction? Do we believe we've been given that? If we believe that we have power, authority, and dominion, why are we praying prayers that are so weak and full of excuses? Why do we give any opportunity for an excuse to exist? as to why my prayer doesn't work. What do I mean by that? I told you I grew up in a religious mindset culture when it comes to prayer. A lot of healing prayer for me was laying hands on people and saying, God, if it's your will, let them be healed. And that was just normal. That was natural. That's, that's the way that we did it. That's the expectation that we had. And it turns out I didn't see very many healings. I never saw that many. I I don't know if I honestly, I don't know if I have any examples of, of miraculous healings that came from those moments that I prayed, God, if it's your will, let them be healed. What happens when we pray that? What, what's our mindset? What's our motive when, when we release that kind of prayer? I know for me, My motive was all pressure off of me, all eyes off of me. If and when this healing doesn't happen, it was obvious that God didn't want it to happen. Put the pressure on God. God, you come through. I'm setting myself up for a way out of this thing, right? I pray for healing. I don't really expect it to happen. So when it doesn't happen, clearly it wasn't God's will. We set God up because of our feelings. We set God up because of our lack of faith and our lack of belief. And it's gross. I did that. I did that a lot. It was before I knew the power and the authority and the dominion that I had here on earth, the participation that I was invited into to do kingdom works, to do kingdom works. Listen to this. In Matthew 10, Jesus is talking to his disciples, Matthew 10, 6. And these are the instructions. He's getting ready to send them out 
to go minister, right? Two by two in most cases. And this is what he's, this is what the instructions that he gives them. Go and announce that the kingdom of heaven is near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, and cast out demons. Announce that the kingdom of heaven is near. It's within reach. Heal the sick, raise the dead, and cast out demons. Heal the sick, raise the dead, and cast out demons. These were the disciples. These were the 12 dudes that he raised up and he sent out. And he said, go make more of yourselves. Go make more of me here on this earth. You guys have been watching me heal the sick. You've watched me raise the dead. You've watched me cast out demons. And now I'm asking you to do the same. I'm commanding you, if you're choosing to follow me, to do the same. To heal the sick, to raise the dead, and to cast out demons. And he ends it with, give as freely as you have received. What does that mean? Give as freely. Freely give. So you have received, now freely give. If you've received this kingdom, go give it. If you've received this power and this authority and this dominion, if you've accepted it into your life, if you've accepted it into your heart, go give it. You are now a conduit from heaven. You now have access to everything that I have access to. The same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead is inside of you. Now go and give it away. Give away all of the things that you've been given. A little bit later in chapter 16, Jesus is sitting around with his disciples and Peter has just received revelation from the Holy Spirit that Jesus was the Messiah, the Son of God. Jesus is asking them, who do people say that, say that I am? Oh, the, the people say that you're Moses. The people say that you're Isaiah. The people say that you're prophets of old. And then he asks, he asks Peter, who do you say that I am? And Peter says, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. And Jesus is like, yes, man has not revealed that to you. The spirit has revealed that to you. And on this rock, I believe what he's saying there is on this revelation from God that you just received, I'm going to build my church. He says, you are Peter, which means rock. And on this rock, I will build my church. I will build my church on the revelation that I am the son of God. And Jesus says, all powers of hell will not conquer it, the church. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Listen to this. He's telling Peter, who in that moment is the representative for the future church. Jesus said, I'm building my church right here, right now, on that foundation, and all the powers of hell will not conquer the church. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. And whatever you permit on earth 
will be permitted in heaven. That is authority. He has given the keys of the kingdom to the church to bind and to loose, to heal the sick, to cast out demons, to raise the dead. You've been given power, the ability. You've been given authority, permission, and you've been given dominion. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every living creature. Go into all the world. All the world is yours. Be fruitful and multiply, he said in the very beginning. Multiply. Be fruitful and multiply. Freely you have received, now freely give. There's another powerful moment in the book of Mark, chapter 11. Jesus has cursed the fig tree. It shriveled up. He cursed it. As they were walking by, they came back by it later, and they noticed that the fig tree was shriveled up and dead. They witnessed a miracle. They witnessed Jesus curse the fig tree. And this is what Jesus said. This was the teaching moment that Jesus had for them. He says, have faith in God. I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen but you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray for anything, and if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. But when you are praying, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins too. There's a lot of conditions there. For us to experience a miracle, there's a lot of conditions there for us to see breakthrough sometimes. The first thing he says is have faith in God, right? Have faith in God. Trust God. Believe in God. Have faith in God. But guess what he said right after that? He told them that if they have faith, and he says, I tell you the truth, you can say to this mountain, move, and it will move. Have faith in God, but you will say to the mountain, move, and it will move. What Jesus was explaining to them was that you're going to find yourself in situations where you will find it necessary to take direct authority in the Spirit to impact things in the natural realm. Let me say that again. You're going to find yourselves in situations where you will find it necessary to take direct authority in the Spirit realm to impact things in the natural realm. Have faith in God, yes. Some of you may have heard my my example of weak faith prayer. God, if it's your will, let them be healed. You may have heard that and, and thought, what's wrong with that? I've been doing that my whole life. That's a humble prayer, right? Some of you think that's a humble prayer. That's not what Jesus prayed. That's not how Jesus did it. And if you think that we don't have the freedom or the right to do what Jesus did, you're reading a different gospel. If you don't think that he has given us the right to walk the way Jesus walked and talk the way Jesus talked, you're reading a different Bible than I'm reading. He has absolutely given the church the authority 
in the spirit realm to change our circumstances in the natural. He's absolutely given us power. He's given us the ability to do the things that he's told us to do because he's given us the spirit who lives inside. Remember, Jesus said, it's better for you that I leave because I'm going to send someone greater than me. Who's he going to send that was greater in that moment? Holy Spirit was sent, was released to the people to live inside. He set up home inside of you to fill you up, to make you strong, to give you the courage that you would need to do the things that Jesus did. It's because of Holy Spirit, yes. It's because of Holy Spirit that we too can do what Jesus did. It is not lack of humility to believe that we're called to walk in his shoes. It is not lack of humility to believe that we can cast out demons and we can raise the dead and we can heal the sick. What did he say? He didn't say you will come to a mountain, you will come to a roadblock in the way, you will come to a situation where you will ask God to move the mountain. That's not what he said. He said, you will say to the mountain, move, and it will move. It says, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to the mountain, move, and it will move. He says, if you believe and have no doubt in your heart, how many times have you laid hands on the sick without doubt in your heart and prayed and believed and with authority healed the sick? I'll tell you, and I'll be honest with you right now, I've seen many more not healed than healed. But as I learn to walk in humility, I learn that I don't have it all figured out. I don't have answers for everything. I don't need an excuse or an exit plan to get me out of the situation. I'm simply doing what Jesus commanded me to do. I'm laying hands on the sick and I'm commanding the body to be well. Why? Because I have authority. Because you have authority. Because we as the church have authority to do the things Jesus did, to destroy the works of the enemy. That's sickness, that's broken families, that's depression, that's anxiety, that's lust, that's addiction. It's everything. Everything the enemy meant for harm, the Lord is going to work it for good. How is he going to do that? By filling up his people with the Holy Spirit. By sending us out with authority, with power, with dominion, with an understanding that with Christ, all things are possible. Do I believe that he is inside of me? Do I believe that I have the spirit that raised him from the dead living inside of me? If I say yes to that, I'm being a normal Christian. And if I'm going up to a person that has sickness in their body and I'm believing that they will be healed, I should be seeing them healed. If I'm not seeing them healed, I may have had doubt in my heart. Or as this verse says, I may have had unforgiveness in my heart. He laid out a lot of conditions there, didn't he? Have faith in God, believe, don't doubt, have forgiveness. 
There's a lot of things there that go into play for us to see kingdom power, for us to see the fullness of the kingdom here on earth. There's conditions. And guess what? God chooses to partner with us. He wants to partner with us to bring heaven to earth. This isn't some game to him. He's building up his kingdom on earth through us. Is he sovereign? Yes. Can he do whatever he wants to do? Yes. Can he do it whenever he wants to do it? Yes. Do I know when and how that works? No. But I do know that I've been given everything I need to live a life of godliness. I do know that I've been given everything I need to follow Jesus and to do what he did. Why? Because he told me to. He doesn't dangle a carrot in front of us. He doesn't tease us. He commands us to do things and he gives us what we need in the Holy Spirit and in his word to bring to life things that are dead. So I don't know about you, but I'm done with weak faith. I can't do one more prayer meeting where nobody has power and authority and no one's speaking with conviction and no one understands their identity in the kingdom of heaven. Jesus came and did what he did so that you could do what he did. He had to come and sacrifice his body, had to give himself up on the cross, die. He became sin so that I could be righteous. And since I'm righteous, I can have faith and I can do the things that Jesus did. No more weak faith. No more weak faith. There's too much to do. There's too much restoration that needs to happen. There's too much sickness on this planet. There's too much depression and anxiety on this planet to not be walking in boldness, in courage, in power and authority, believing that you've been given dominion on this earth. The church has been given dominion and it has been set up to prevail against the powers of darkness. It's been set up to withstand any push that the enemy wants to have against the church. We have been built up to resist, to stand in the gap, and to press forward. It's a forward-moving kingdom. You've been given everything you need. You're not doing anybody any favors. You're not yourself, not your family not your lost uncle, not your best friend, not your brother or sister who's in a wheelchair. You're not doing anybody any favors by not holding tight to the power, authority, and dominion that Jesus gave you. You're a kingdom bringer. You you bring the kingdom of God that's inside of you, and you bring that to every situation that you're in. Your place of work, your school, your home, the nursing home, the funeral home, the church. Can we please walk with authority in our own churches? Can we walk with authority in the house of God? Please, for the love of God, walk with authority, church. Rise up, church. Be who you're called to be. I believe in you. I believe in the church. I love the church. I am the church. You are the church. We are the church. 
let's be bold. Let's be strong. Let's be powerful. Let's have authority and dominion in all the places that God has placed us, in all the circles of influence that he has given us, in all the families that he has set us. Let's be Jesus. Let's walk with that authority. Let's know our identity. I love you guys. I hope you're encouraged, uplifted. Can I pray for you? Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for these people. I thank you for every listener who is tuned into this podcast. I pray, Father, that you fill them up with a courage, with a boldness, with an understanding of the partnership they've been invited into in relationship with you. I thank you, Father, for the the power and the authority and the dominion that you've given them. I thank you, Father, they are more than conquerors. And I pray, Father, for a revelation, for a great understanding that the kingdom of God has been given to them and they have permission to give it away. They have permission to release that kingdom everywhere they go. We pray for the church. We thank you for the church. We pray that the church take its rightful place as authority here on earth. We come against the the darkness. We come against the evil. We come against the antichrist spirit that's pushing against the church, that's lying and lording over the church. Father God, I pray that we rise up as the church and we take our place back and we heal the sick and we cast out the demons and we raise the dead. And we thank you, Father, that you want us to do that. We thank you, Father, that you have invited us into this amazing relationship, an amazing partnership. Is it a great invitation? And I personally don't take it lightly. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for that amazing opportunity to change the world around me. We love you. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in once again. If you like this, if you were lifted, if you were emboldened at all by this, and you want to share this with your friends, please do so. Don't forget to give us a rating and a review. Subscribe wherever you're at, wherever you're listening to this. And until next time, be blessed. Be blessed.